Okay, so this is another episode of People of Par. This is our second installment, and we're going to talk about the uh, connection that we have with SJU Weekly Service, and we have like an alumni, a, a graduate of SJU uh, with us, and we're going to ask some questions. Her name is Regina Donjili. She is a native of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and she uh, loves Philadelphia, and she's looking to come back. So we'll, we'll uh, turn it over to um, Weekly Service to ask some questions here. Oh, Regina, um, what made you, when you got into Weekly Service, like want to work at PAR? Yeah, absolutely. I'll introduce myself again. My name's Regina. I uh, graduated from St. Joe's in 2020, but began a partnership um, with PAR and with Maurice uh, in the fall of 2018, I believe it was. And really what drew me into PAR is um, into weekly service in general. I studied criminal justice when I was at St. Joe's um, and I had a real deep desire to do meaningful work, learn more about um, you know, the system that, that gets people into prison and what happens to them when they come out. And so I was blessed with the opportunity to, to begin a collaboration with PAR and um, really just get the program off the ground running. And that's, that's what we did. I guess because we're all St. Joe students, except Maurice, Amanda and Sophia, would you wanna introduce yourself and then also answer the question of why you wanted to do weekly service at specifically PAR? Yeah, um, so I'm Sophia, I'm a current junior. I'm um, a communications major, and so this year I'm a peer minister for weekly service, um, and so I like kind of help the other CPCs like with their own um, programs, but I had heard about PAR um, before from like people who had served there consistently, and I'd also um, been at like visits like one time to come to the, to the warehouse, um, and I just had enjoyed my experience so much. And I just was like, I'm also like kind of interested. I'm not a criminal justice major or anything, but I am interested in criminal justice. So I just thought this would be a really great place to, you know, learn and also um, serve. So yeah, I'm so happy that I did. And my name's Amanda. Um, I'm also a junior at St. Joe's. Um, and I heard about PAR because I'm in an organization with Maria, a different organization. And I always heard her talk about PAR and I thought it was like such a unique program. And I'm very interested in like criminal justice reform. So I thought it was such a great program to kind of get that off the ground. And um, I was able to learn more and I joined because I wanted um, to be, to learn even more than I already have. And my name's Maria, I'm a senior. Um, I got interested in part because of different people would talk about it like past weekly service people, you Regina, Ethan Ridrig, other people um, from PSP specifically. And then I decided to do weekly service and do PAR because I was interested in doing service in a different environment. Like in the past, I always did like tutoring kids or more with youth. So I wanted to learn more about something I didn't really know much about. Um, and I think I definitely have learned a lot. And every time I come to weekly service, learn like something new from Maurice and the people we talked to at PAR. And now uh, Maurice, I would just ask you what, made you be interested in a partnership with St. Joseph's University? Because to, to you, we, you know, we're a bunch of college kids. What, what kind of drew you to want to have a partnership with us? Um, 
you know, I love the experience of being able to have relationships with with people in general and moreover with students because I believe that there's a different immersion that can happen when students are out in the working world and seeing things as they are. Um, and uh, to, 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 to further that a bit, I think you guys being able to see the like real transparency of what this really is, it's, um, and being able to just accept it as it is. I mean, it's not, we're not perfect by far, um, but we are, you know, a real organization that's trying to do something to, to save people from, you know, mass incarceration. Because we've been doing it virtually this year, and I know Regina, at the end of last semester, so 2020, um, we did it virtually, but I'll ask you first, how was it like going in person? And then when it switched to virtual, what was it like that when you were doing it last year? Yeah, absolutely. So to, to start off, um, I will admittedly say that I had no idea of what to expect whenever we, we began a partnership. And so for myself to be, to be leading a group, but to have as much information as the rest of the group um it was really powerful for me to to go to a place and say you know this is i know more about what i don't know than what i do know so i want to come here and you know humble beginnings you guys have talked about so come here be humble listen and figure out how i'm needed if i'm needed um and really do that through conversation which is which is what we did for a lot of the time we were there and while we're having these conversations can come up with oh you know this is a really great idea for advancing our um social media okay cool so now we'll take social media on as as a project um with weekly service and really as we continue to to progress through um our partnership and through the weeks at weekly service we were really connected by that that core of conversation and just talking to one another and then going off um, and doing projects from there. How that transitioned when we became virtual really was the same thing. Um, you know, we're, we're, we have all these methods of communication. We're still connected by communication, conversation. Um, and now we're seeing what's happening to an organization in real time when the, when the pandemic hit. And so for us, it was really about what can we do virtually to address immediate needs. Um, and maybe that is just just talk once a week, or maybe that was, you know, come up with different fundraising ideas. So I would say overall, our partnership has just been really fluid, really rooted in conversation. Yeah, I totally agree. Because when I did service with you, Regina and Maurice in person, excuse me, I feel like the main goal or kind of thing we took out of it, or at least I took out of it, was just having conversations and sitting at that table in your office, like talking about different things related to PAR, different things related to like mass incarceration and criminal justice in Philly and then in the United States. And then also just meeting different people that worked at PAR, not just Maurice and talking to them and having those conversations. And I agree, I think when we started to do it virtually, um, it just was the same thing. And I think because we kind of had that initial conversation in person it just was kind of easy even though it's weird virtual and everyone was adjusting with covid 
um, it kind of went pretty smoothly to now this year, we've been all virtual. What about Sophia and Amanda? I know you guys have only really been to par virtually. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I like didn't really know what to expect when I was coming here virtually. But I just feel like it's been such like a really cool experience. Um, especially this semester when we started doing the podcast, like I thought it was such like a creative idea that you guys came up with. And I was like, so excited about it. And I'm still so excited about it. And I just thought it was like a really like cool way for like me personally to learn, but then also to share what we learn with whoever can, wants to listen through the podcast. So I just thought it's been a really, really cool experience. Yeah, I've only been here virtually, um, but it's been really nice to like get to know people like even over Zoom um, and really still be able to like talk to people and connect with people. And then I'm gonna be the CBC leader next year for the group. So I'm really hoping um, next year COVID if COVID allows that we'll be able to go back in person and I'll get to see the facility and like be able to actually be there in person. That would be really nice. How about you, Maurice? How have you been, or how do you feel PAR has, and weekly service at PAR has changed or been the same virtually and in person? Well, I think there was some effort on, on both PAR's part and SJU Weekly's part to like really, make it work uh, and, and I think that that determination to make it work goes to how important it was to, to have the continuation and so you know with that being front of mind I think that's what you know made it made it work for us and continue to work I think you know transitioning virtually yeah you know it's difficult but with everything it is, you know, with everything that what's happening right now it is, and this is what we have to do to stay connected and to further further the mission. We want to continue to further the mission of, you know, um, changing the system, reforming the system, and doing what we can do to to make it a better place for people that are that have been just involved. So this is kind of like a two part question. So for us people at St. Joe's, how has PAR like impacted you kind of in the moment, but also like your future decisions, like with Regina, I know you're a criminal justice major, but has that, has PAR changed anything that you decided you didn't or did want to do? And then also Maurice, when we get to you, how has weekly service impacted you or your decisions that you've made with PAR? <laughs> so, um, you know, as far as like decision, decisions like in the early time you know the decisions were you know forward facing for you know the you know whoever wanted to check in like we were working on social media and we were um like really putting out messaging for the the consumer who whoever wanted to chime in and that was really important the messaging and having sju the students as sounding boards um, was really Im impactful for, you know, making sure the messaging is heard and listened to by, by all. Um, what, I, what I'll say to that is, um, you know, asking how did going to PAR change my view or change anything that, that I wanted to do or, or what was important to me and my core values, certain things like that. And the short answer is, is no, in the sense, because I knew um, 
you know, kind of the work that I, that I wanted to get into. But I think that the really important thing is that being proximate to, to an organization and to, to being able to go and to, to put names to faces and faces to names. And, and for me, not just learn about criminal justice as I would sit in a classroom and you know, study criminal procedures, study social problems, but to go to an organization and, and just talk to people, for me, that experience was invaluable and in a sense solidified and, and validated the work that I wanted to do. And so for me to that end, I would just say that, you know, TAR helped me in the sense realize that to want to commit to change, you need to be to proximate to that to that um, that organization or that community. And Maurice, I think that's really in line with with what PAR's mission would be overall is to have small individual impact through the involvement of the community as well. So I think that we really help each other in that sense. Sophia and Amanda, I know you guys are both only juniors but how has PAR like impacted you and it has it made you change or decide on anything different for like your future? Um, I would say kind of like personally for like me, like weekly service in general and just doing service throughout my time at St. Joe's has like really um, made me like discover like something I'm passionate about doing service. So um, I don't know, like I'm still only a junior so I still have a whole year, but I, I do, think I want to do like a year of service after I graduate and like I do also think like with working with PAR I think like working when I graduate whenever like in a nonprofit setting would be really interesting whether it be criminal justice related or not but I do I have like since coming here at PAR like working with criminal justice reform and like learning about that has been something like that I like hadn't known about but didn't really know too much about and then like coming here like learning so much more about was has been like really like opened up like something kind of like really interesting to me personally. Yeah, I would say like I didn't I was interested in criminal justice reform. I didn't really know much about it and like much about the statistics, but I knew that it was an issue. So coming here and learning about it, like it really just kind of opened my eyes and like gave me a new perspective. So like in my professional career, I'm a marketing major, so I don't know if I would um, like necessarily do something with that, but it has definitely like on a personal level, like changed my perspective and like opened my eyes to like a new perspective, just like, like all service has to me. Um, I never really was able to get that perspective. So coming and just learning has what, what really helped me. Yeah, I completely agree. I think, um, I'm definitely like people oriented and like what you guys were all saying, just being able to have conversations and be open-minded and learn from each other, I think is like super valuable for me. Um, and I think definitely like working at PAR and like seeing like Maurice's passion and Regina, when you were the CPC, your passion and other people's passion about PAR and how excited they are to do stuff and like create change and create like solutions, not just like doing stuff um, has definitely kind of like ignited my interest in um, still serving at PAR and then like just the whole learning more about things that are happening, especially kind of in the criminal justice system and, and related to like mass incarceration. We kind of did answer this a little bit, but it was kind of like, what have you learned from PAR? And then what have you learned about yourself from PAR? 
or just from weekly service in general? Well, I can talk about what, you know, what I learned from PAR, like regularly. Um, I learned regularly to be humble. I learned regularly to um, not be judgmental. Um, I learned regularly to, you know, to really care about how someone is doing. So like practicing empathy, um, which is, you know, you got to have some humility when, you, when you're practicing empathy because you, you're trying to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Um, that is more, moreover, and what I learned about myself is that I need par just as much as par needs me. Yeah, Maurice, just to really jump off that, I think for for me, the the experience in the um, two and a half, three years that I had with par while I was in college somehow make me think a little bit differently. Um, talk a little bit differently because of the experience that I had and the people that I met. And you can't really put that, at least for me, can't really articulate that any better than, than I just did. But I, I think that, you know, that three-year experience that I had somehow changes the way that I move about my daily life. And it clearly, as I'm sitting here chatting with you guys right now, it didn't end for me whenever I was no longer connected through St. Joe's as a student. So, you know, in the back of my head, there's something that comes up and, and I think, oh, you know, that makes me think of Maurice. I want to send him a text or, you know, I see a fundraiser come up on Instagram. I want to promote that. I want to, I want to do something about that. And in my daily life, if someone is talking or saying something because of the experience that I had and the people that I met, I, I think differently about maybe how someone is, is speaking to me. So I think that those are, are the takeaways that, that I have um, and, and just really how I move and operate now because of the people that I met. I completely agree. I feel like it's hard to kind of articulate like sometimes the thoughts or what I've learned into specific words, but just in general, what I've learned at St. Joe's and with weekly service and then specifically PAR is like having an open mind and like just being able to have an open conversation with anyone um, and like really like listening um, to really able kind of create like that connection I think is really important. And I think I've learned like so much from that. I probably have said this multiple times and yeah, just being able to like learn from people at par. And then I think like in my future, like not judging people based on like one certain thing they did or like seeing them from multiple different perspectives and seeing how like a system really can affect someone um, and other things. You don't know what other things are happening in people's lives or how they grew up or all this different stuff. Okay, another question that we wanted to ask more specifically to Maurice is what do you see for PAR in the future? And then how do you think weekly service can kind of like help you with that? Sorry, uh, ask that question one more time. Okay, what do you see um, like for PAR either in the near future or like the like far future? And then how you think weekly service can kind of help you with that? 
Well, what I see for par in the like close to near future is possibly opening up another location in New Jersey or Delaware or um, Maryland or New York. I mean, I think that it's prime. I think um, that's uh, very tangible um, if we, you know, strategize um, and envision it, vision envision it, strategize and execute it. I think that really, really can happen. That's what I see. Um, like in the near future, in the next couple of years. In the far future, I think that we can be, you know, we can replicate something like Homeboys that's on the on the West Coast, something on the East Coast that's, you know, that can really be um, a, a, a standing force in, you know, in, in, in and dam uh, of, of the people that were, you know, are perpetuated, perpetually pushed to the shadows. We could be a dam for that force to that they can feel a sanctuary, they can feel safe, um, they can feel loved, they can feel important, they can feel heard. And so if we can do that for more people, I think, you know, overall, like the violence we're facing right now in, in the city of Philadelphia, that can change. Because once people are able to feel love, like start to feel love, that means they're starting to love themselves, right? So that this is one of the challenges. And I think, you know, moreover, that's what that's what I can see that that part can be a force working with others throughout the community of Philly and other other places to you know show love and empathy to others what do you guys think what do you guys think uh what, what, what do you guys think for par like you know what what what, what kind of things in, in your places where you guys are what do you guys see for part? I think personally, I hope that, I think PAR, once people like learn about PAR and know the name of it and like get to meet you or get to maybe listen to this podcast, um, I think they definitely feel how PAR isn't just like another organization. It's definitely an organization that is for like, really helping people and creating solutions to a problem. Um, and I think once people, at least I feel like what happens with weekly service and what happened with me is you definitely get invested in it and you want to see it grow and help as many people. And I know Maurice, you've said this before, like your goal is to like end prisons. And I know that it's not going to happen for so long and that's such a big goal, but I feel like having, it's good to have like big dreams and mindsets because that's like the goal of changing what is happening i mean okay. to that point i, I want to tell you so nothing so think of iron right iron mm -hmm. is one of the strongest metals out here right right iron is one of the strongest metals out here right nothing can really like destroy it or break it down right except for what rust itself so it's the same with the mindset Right. So it's the same with the mindset. We can like we can really change ourselves with the way we think and the way we approach it versus, you know, just being uh, uh, destructive when we can actually be constructive. I mean, and I think that's more of what we're trying to do. Like we we don't know all the answers. We don't have all the answers to, you know, what's going to change uh, criminal justice reform. But we do have an answer. And what we're doing is working. and We want to expand that to the best way we can. Yeah, Maurice, I really think to your to your point, 
Um, and I, I used to say this with um, some people who I studied with in school is that the ultimate goal would be for, for the field of criminal justice to be obsolete. Um, you know, like if, if everyone who graduated with this degree or had this interest in, in criminal justice reform or, or ending mass incarceration, if that wasn't a stated goal of anyone because the problem itself never existed. And so for, for me, it's, I want PAR to be so successful that it impacts the change so that the organization itself doesn't need to exist. If, if that kind of makes sense. Um, I'm, I'm all constantly, you're, you're absolutely right, Regina. I'm putting, I'm trying to put myself out of a job. I'm trying not to have to, <laughs> you know, continuously be a transitional employer and train people up that are coming out of prison because the system will change. I'm hoping that, you know, you know we have people, you know, retiring from par, you know, in a different, in a different thinking, in a different way, you know, but again, having those visions, like you said, Maria, um, having the, the overall, you know, target, you know, we can keep striving to get there. And I think there's no failure in, in trying. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, obviously, we don't want to put you or anyone out of a job, but if that were, if that were what was to happen, then that would be a, a strong measure of success for sure. I, I'm sure I can find something to do. <laughs> I, I, I'm absolutely sure. So, you know, putting myself out of a job, it's like, that's a good goal. That's a good goal, man. Like thinking about not having to, 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 to train people up or, or to like, you know, having to advocate for people to, you know, who want to work, like thinking about like how the whole society has changed to where, you know, our, our socialization mechanisms don't see people as the other. I mean, un until I mean, we, but until then, we're gonna keep fighting. You know, that, that's that's the that's the goal. We're gonna keep fighting. We're gonna keep fighting until the people that are on the fringes and on the shadows are now in the inner circle with other, everyone else. I mean, hence our name, people advancing reintegration. I am. I think um, just like even the name of PAR, like people advancing reintegration and then also going back to like St. Joe's and Jesuit and using like people-centered language, like obviously PAR does that in its literal name. Um, for coming to PAR, um, I really didn't know much about like people that were incarcerated or anything about that area. And I feel like if I like talked to my parents about that or saw stuff like, I just saw people as like people that were in prison or people that were incarcerated. I didn't think about them more as people. I just thought of them more about that they were in prison. Um, so I think that's something also that I've like really learned from Parn, really like what we said before, like not judging them by like one action or whatever, but like learning about them as a person and like what they, what inspires them and what they have in their future. Like when we talk to some people, some people want to like, are writing books or want to become chefs or want to do all this stuff like want to be an artist or a musician and i think it's so important to see that first what do you what do you like one last thought what do you want people to know about par don jilly we'll start with you first 
what do I want people to know about PARM? I would say I want people to know that that it's people who are working there. And that's really, I think, what we've been getting at this whole time is that by one simple act, you're creating a vehicle for, for someone else. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, if you were going to get rid of that computer in your trash, why not give it to this organization and see how far that one computer monitor can take them? Um, so that's what I would want people really to know is that this small organization in Philadelphia, if you change your mindset, you can have such an impact on them. Um, and, and that's really all it is. It's just a simple change in action, change in mindset to, to really impact. Yeah, I would say it's such like a unique organization and such an important one that like, I almost feel like there should be more kind of programs like this. So something like keeping an open mind and like, really, if you want to go somewhere to learn, like PAR is a great place to learn about like a new perspective that you may have never taken before. And like kind of taking that perspective and taking it like on in your life, just in like everything that you do. Um, so I would say, yeah, like there would, there like should be like more programs like this. And it's such like a unique learning experience that more people should know about. Yeah, and like kind of going off what you guys like were saying, it's like, this is such like an amazing organization. And like, it's, I mean, it's expanding and like you just got your new, um, new place which is awesome but like it's it's not a huge place but it's just doing like huge amazing work it's like transforming people's lives um and just it's just so amazing what just like like regina was saying just like you just you know bringing your old computer over to par and then that whole everything that you guys do there is just like working towards like an amazing amazing goal i think i would want people to know that par impacts like every single individual that goes in kind of what you guys were all are saying and I feel like it impacts them on such a extraordinary level because it's giving people opportunity and then future opportunity to keep like not only in jobs but in their mindset and in like what they want to do in the future like it's inspiring and then also how the sustainability aspect of it like Regina what you said how like if people started thinking like some people don't order clothes from certain stores because they're not as sustainable or they don't buy food from certain places, but it's like, they should think about that also in like a recycling aspect and like an e-cycle waste, like instead of throwing out your straightener or something when it's done or different things that you could do, like with your laptop, your phone, you can give it to an organization like PAR. And what I want everybody to know about PAR that this wouldn't happen without, you know, the, the partnerships like we have, like with SJU Weekly and others, like it wouldn't, this wouldn't happen without you guys. Um, that's for sure. Um, and we want more, we want more partnerships and we want more, you know, of this e-waste that's out here. E-waste is the fastest growing waste stream um, out here. It's expected to go about up about 500% in the next five years, which, um, goes to so I mean it's two things you know it's about sustainability of our environment um, but other people don't want to do it and so this is an opportunity to train people up in stuff that people don't want to do anyway um, and so you know it's just pushing in a different way and like you said Maria is just changing the mindset of the people that we're connected with and partner with 
I think that's a wrap. I want to say thank you to all of the people that tuned in today. Um, uh, go to our social media. Um, like us on all the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Google even. You know, you can go to any of them and check us out. Um, if you want to donate, you can donate your electronics at our, our hunting park and Logan location, you can, 2024 West Hunting Park, 19140. Um, and you can send monetary donations. Um, you can send them um, via our website or you can send them directly to our address. I think that um, tomorrow, uh, which is a Saturday, May 1st, we'll be at New Britain Township. So if you're listening in New Britain, come on out. Next week, we'll be in Dresher. Um, and that's uh, May 8th on a Saturday. So if you're in Dresher, um, PA, come on out and we'll be there. We do have an upcoming workshop with Eastern State Penitentiary. It's called Why Not Us? Why Not Now? Take Action. I'm talking about the history of Eastern State Penitentiary and you know what, how that has morphed into uh, mass incarceration today. Eastern State Penitentiary is the first penitentiary here in the United States, and it happens to be right here in Fairmount, Philadelphia. Um, and so we're talking about how that transitioned into what it is now, and moreover, how we can start working towards solutions, and PAR is a solution of many. So tune in uh, next time. Thank you guys for joining us, and we will uh, look forward to you tuning in next time.